J.D. and the Great Barber Battle Chapter 1. A Crooked Fade Sit still and look straight into the mirror, my mom said as she turned on a set of clippers. The buzzing sound made me a little nervous. I shifted on my stool in the one bathroom my entire family of six, three adults, and three kids shared. It was the Sunday night before the start of third grade, and I was in the middle of a family tradition. In the Jones family, none of us kids got our hair cut before we turned nine. Up until now, my mom always cornrowed my hair, and I liked it that way. But I was excited for my first real haircut. I had been checking out my friend's haircuts all summer for ideas. My friend Xavier, who lived across the street, had his cool dad cut his hair into the most amazing high-top fade. But Mr. Boom was an ex-Marine and strict. He made it clear his time and his money were only for his kids. Even when he took us all for ice cream, he made sure everybody's parents gave their kids enough money to pay for our own stuff. No way I was ever asking him for anything. Come back with five dollars, I imagined him saying if I asked him for a haircut. And I'd want to yell back, your prices are steep. But not with Mr. Boom. I'd just say, yes sir, to everything. My best friend, Jordan, who lived next door, also had cool hair thanks to his older brother, Nisha. Nyjah had already graduated from college. He would come home after work, change into his clothes that were straight fire, and sometimes cut his and Jordan's hair. He had skills and could cut designs like playing cards into the back of his head. I would watch him and study his technique for hours, but it seemed to be happening less and less. He was a grown man with a full-time job, a new car, and a girlfriend. Nyjah didn't have time to cut hair all day. I didn't want to just copy one of my friend's haircuts, though. I had so much hair that maybe I could get a small afro with an edge up like Steph Curry. Or even something wilder like that quarterback on the Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes. Jordan had an iPhone and sometimes I would look on his Instagram account at barber hashtags. I loved the guy who cut designs into people's heads and then colored in the outline with a pencil. I was good at art. I always kept a set of colored pencils and paper in my backpack so I could draw whenever I felt like it. After I saw those Instagrams, I started drawing myself with all types of Marvel characters cut into the back of my head. Deep down, I knew I could never get the amazing Spider-Man or any of those other styles I really liked, especially since there was only one barbershop in town, Heart and Son. They offered three types of kids' haircuts, a baldy, a Caesar, or a fade. Sometimes I'd go with my friends on Saturdays, and getting a haircut there took longer than it did to sit through one of Pastor's Sunday sermons. Your day was shot to pieces. I figured my mom could manage something simple, and plus, I knew we did not have extra money to spend. I want a basic fade, I told my mom. I asked for her phone and showed her a picture of Michael B. Jordan, the villain from the movie Black Panther. Okay, baby, she said. I can't believe you're going into third grade. I love the weekly time my mom set aside to style my hair. My younger brother, my older sister, plus my grandparents lived with us. It was hard to get alone time with mom, especially since she always seemed to be in school, even more than me. At first, she told us she was going back to school to become a nurse. But after spending six months working at the hospital, she quit. I hate the hospital, mom said one night after a long shift. Everybody isn't treated the same. I didn't know exactly what happened, but I used to overhear her talking to my granddad about people being turned away for not having insurance or patients being given pills they didn't need. So after she sat at the dinner table one night with tears in her eyes, Granddad told her if she hated the job that much, she just had to stop. There's plenty of other jobs in the world, he told her. I knew it was hard for her. Mom loved medicine, and her dream was to become a nurse and help sick people. It made me so proud to hear how great 
she was at it and how neat and clean she kept all the patients' rooms. It made me keep my bedroom extra clean, too. So Mom went back to school to get something called an MBA, and her thick boots that said anatomy now said things like statistics 101 and management. She had told us she had seen it jopening at the mayor's office, but she needed this MBA thing to apply. Mom's super smart. She didn't always get a 100 on her tests, and she didn't expect us to. But she said the important thing was to always try as hard as you could. A couple of years ago, all of us moved in with my grandparents after my granddad had a heart attack. It'll just be for two months until granddad feels better, then we'll move back with dad, my mom had told us. Well, two months turned into two years. Dad sent money sometimes, and Mom never said anything bad about him, but I didn't really know why they split up. They met when they were track stars at Mississippi Valley State, and even today, Mom had what she called her runner's legs. Sometimes she would race me and my sister around the big track at the local high school, and she'd remind us why her nickname as a kid had been Cheetah. So it was my mom, my older sister Vanessa, my baby brother Justin, and my grandparents, Mr. and Mrs. Slayton Evans, all in an old house built in the 1930s. Like most houses in Meridian, Mississippi, it had a closed-in porch so you could sit outside when it was hot, which was most days. And all their rooms were on one floor. Luckily, I still got my own room since Vanessa slept with Mom and Justin loved sleeping with my grandparents. Baby, did you hear me? My mom asked. I checked the time on her phone. It had been about 20 minutes already, and she'd finished cutting my hair. Well, what do you think? She said. I can't believe how grown you look. I stared into the mirror. What I saw was not good. My mom had cut my hair down all right, but my hairline looked like a hilltop or a mountain range. It definitely wasn't straight like I'd seen in pictures or on my friends. I can't go to school tomorrow looking like this, I told my mom. Nothing is wrong with your hair, she said. You are not missing out on the first day of school. Now please get ready for bed. I sighed and my shoulders fell three inches as I reached for my toothbrush and started to get ready to brush my teeth. That night, I couldn't sleep. Maybe I could fake being sick. My hair looked terrible. I didn't want anyone at school to see me like this. How many ways could the third grade class of Douglas Elementary make fun of a bad haircut? Well, I was about to find out. J.D. and the Great Barber Battle Chapter 2, The Nervous Breakfast The next morning, my entire family sat around eating grits, eggs, bacon, and buttered toast with jelly. Granddad had to watch his diet now, but he could never pass up a good piece of bacon or two. My family was always busy, but Grandma loved to make everyone breakfast before we all left the house. Fuel for the day, she'd say as she and my grandfather drank cup after cup of coffee without talking much. The people in my family weren't big talkers except my sister, Vanessa. I was pretty sure she was friends with every girl in Meridian between the ages of 10 and 13. The only person in my family who had a cell phone was my mother, and so Vanessa would spend as much time as she could talking on my grandparents' landline, dragging the cord around the house as she talked. I sat at the table quieter than normal, wearing a Mississippi Bulldogs baseball cap. James, take off that hat while you're eating, my granddad said. Granddad, a tall, slim man with glasses, had recovered well from his heart attack. In fact, even though he had retired from running the local J.C. Penney, his health scare inspired him to go into the burial insurance business. We're all going to die, right, he said. Granddad treated it like any other regular fact. Everyone in our family had a burial insurance policy, even us kids. Granddad didn't play. We couldn't even say huh or what around him. Everything was yes ma'am, yes sir, no ma'am, and no sir. And his punishments were terrible. 
like not playing outside for a week or making us read boring books aloud to him and give reports. So the first time he asked, I took off my hat. No one said anything. They just looked at one another nervously until finally Vanessa spoke up. What happened to J.D.'s braids, she asked. I cut his hair. It looks fine, my mom said. Now let's finish eating. Everyone has a long day. The morning was moving too fast, and I'd have to leave for the bus soon. I needed to think of something quick. I want a ride to school today, I said. Why, my mom asked. You always take the bus with Jordan. Granddad jumped in before I could continue. Stop this hard-headed act you got going on this morning, James, my granddad said. What he meant was that we already had our rides figured out. He took my mom to school, my grandmother and Justin to her ceramic studio, and he dropped Vanessa on the way. Vanessa was already in the middle school, even though she was only in fifth grade. In Meridian, grades five through eight were all in a separate building. Her school was close to mom's college. Oh, Lord, James, stop all this fighting first thing in the morning, Grandma piped in. Oh, Lord, was her favorite thing to say. Grandma, a deep brown-skinned woman who kept her salt-and-pepper hair cut short, loved church, and she was the reason we always had to go. And not just on Sunday mornings, there was weeknight Bible study, Sunday morning Bible school, and choir. Granddad played piano at church sometimes and even practiced on the Baldwin piano in the living room. Mom and Vanessa were excellent singers. I usually lip-synced. Musical talent was something that skipped over me, but I was good at art like Grandma. Like Granddad, Grandma didn't play, so I dropped it. On a normal day, I loved taking the bus with Jordan. He was my best friend, but he could also give me a hard time. Jordan would definitely have something to say about my hairline, and I would need extra tough skin to make it through the ride to school.